Hello, book lovers. Welcome. Welcome back to Rosé and Reads podcast. I'm Sophia. I'm Haley. All right. Today, we are going to be talking about Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. We loved this book. Yeah. First thoughts? Mm, just, well, okay. So I liked it. I mm-hmm. loved the book, to be honest with you. I liked the book. I was eh about the movie. Same. Absolutely same. I really enjoyed the book. I, I liked the nature aspect that yes. she brought into it. I loved hearing how Kaya, the main character, how she would like compare her life to animals and insects and that's basically how she saw the world was through I the know. marsh well she had to connect marsh with girl. something she had nobody in I her know. life poor thing so, so lonely i know so overall yeah kind of sad how it was, she it was a sad story yeah honestly <laughs> from the start to finish she then is on a murder trial i, I mean literally kind of sad so yeah but yeah. honestly yeah. overall good 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 story good story great book it was entertaining Yep. I really liked it. I cried. I laughed. Yeah. So on that, on that note, we're going to need some wine to yeah. start us off. Let's so, do it. What well, are we drinking today? We got the bread and butter rosé. Ooh. Because I I'm... Like me too. It's just good, you know. Honestly, good I've price. had the rosé. No? So, I like bread and butter, actually, champagne. Oh. Not champagne. Ah, my God. Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Yes. Mm. And so when I saw this at the store, I was like, we got It's pretty color. It. it is. I'm here for it. And this is the 2020 rosé. Oh, like the COVID era. (laughs) I get COVID. Thank you, darling. Cheers. Cheers. Lovely. To another day, another podcast about Mm -hmm. books. Thanks, guys, for joining us again. If you listen to the first two and you're back with us, we really appreciate it. Yeah. We're, We're having fun. This is a great little journey that we're on, and we just appreciate all of you guys tuning in with us. Yeah. We like talking reading about along. books, and this is now a different one. I mean, mm-hmm. we were talking about Fourth Wing two weeks in a row, and so now doing a different one was really fun. Completely different genre. Just kind of switched gears on yeah. you, um, but I'm happy with it. Me too. Good story. Well, okay, so when we were researching the book, I remember um, when I was reading it in 2018, whenever it came out. Like, Right. right at the beginning um there was a little controversy came out about her delia owens the author oh the author yeah. <laughs> and how she was like on trial for murder or something. she was no so oh, i i that's what i thought when i was reading it oh my god the first time and i was like what the hell <laughs> let me sit back in here let's, <laughs> let's listen in well so okay now doing the research fast forward now is she studied zoology at university of georgia mm-hmm. because that's how she knows so much about the animals in our books right. and just yeah, she all had the history to. of it. I don't know how you would. Know I was all thinking that. either she went into a lot of it, like research for the book or she just knows about yeah, it. Yeah, and know? she knows about it because that's exactly what she studied. Right. So her and her husband um, lived, they went over to Africa to Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. I'm pretty sure Zimbabwe. Um, and so they, she wrote three books, like memoirs over there about a lot of them. She did a lot of research on um, poachers and elephants and saving Aww. elephants and stuff. So that was really cool. Um, but this was actually her first novel. And um, she, of course, won the John Burroughs Award for Nature Writing because mm-hmm. it's awesome. But so when they were over in Africa, um, <laughs> a documentary came out about a pair of American conservatives conservationist um the mark and delia owens story oh (laughs) the deadly game oh so that came out and then they were on the mission to save elephants from poachers and corrupt 
African officials. So you would think like, okay, that's great. But what's included in this documentary is that they filmed a murder of an alleged poacher executed while they were while he was lying collapsed on the ground, having already been shot. Okay, wait, back it up. Yeah. So they killed the poacher? Well. Or they, they they were filming him. They were filming him. Apparently he was shot, and then he was shot again while he was, like, laying there. And they, that was filmed. Oh. I, I don't know how. They don't know who the hell did this. They still wow. don't know who did it. And so. It just sounds kind of sketchy to me. Yeah. So, and then the identity of the person who does the shooting is not known or known. Mm. And so. But so he was shot and then he was shot again on yes, video when uh-huh. they were videoing. Yes. Him. Well, it sounds like they shot him. It's, yes. <laughs> I mean. That's what it sounds that's like. That's what I'm getting. And so the, the guy that was shot was like a poacher, apparently. Uh-huh. But when research happened, it's not known like that he may not even have been a poacher. He might have just like been trespassing. So Aww. then they just shot someone. So just it just kind of gets murder. Yeah. Mm. And so then they left the country and the documentary sparked the police investigation of their activities. And apparently Mark Owens, her husband, has a history with poachers and bragged about killing them on his watch. Oh my. Yeah. Wow. That's something to brag about. So not something I would brag about, but okay. No. And so then the cameraman who filmed for ABC um of the kill the killing of the alleged poacher told a reporter that it was not a uh game scout, but it was Christopher Owens who fired the shot. So Christopher Owens is their son. I know it just like Plot keeps, twist. It keeps unraveling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like when you first said it, I was like, so somebody in their party must have shot him uh-huh. if they got it on video. So I think it was their son. Eey. And now they're so like what they trying to cover it up for him. I mean, well, they yeah. took the body and dropped the body. And well, this is what they say happens. I okay. Just, right. Yeah. Back yeah. Up we don't know. That. We don't, we don't, don't know for actually sure. Know. This is yeah. Just what this is research what, has shown. Yes. I've read this online is that the they took the body um, and dropped it in a lagoon. Over And then the police say that the bush, like the lagoon in mm-hmm. Africa, is a perfect place to commit murder because animals eat the evidence. I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> so <laughs> after, all, okay. after all this went down, uh, they left. So they're in the States and um, there's still no statute of limitations on murder. Right, of and course. And so they're still – they're wanted for questioning. So they're not wanted in like murder suspects, but they're just – questioning but they ain't going back there they're never going absolutely back. not Mm-mm. so and yeah. i don't think there's not like extradition with zimbabwe oh no they might have just gotten so interviews here so they obviously they've been interviewed mm-hmm. um and they just say that uh chris wasn't there and mark the husband uh only threw firecrackers at poachers to scare them but never to hurt them mm-hmm. yeah they mm-hmm. deny any wrongdoing or involvement okay well you know, we don't know the real story. No, we don't. I it mean, just sounds sketchy to me. I know. And so <laughs> it sounds really sketchy to me. <laughs> when I was doing the research, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I knew there was something behind this, but actually um, diving into it, I was like, this is crazy. Wow. <laughs> well, that's interesting. So if you think about it, when they are allegedly taking this body and putting it in um, a lagoon in freaking africa so lions would eat them well that reminds me of the effing story the story that's exactly how she got her fucking story 
Oh, maybe. The Marsh. Did this happen before she wrote the story? Yes. (gasps) Oh, stop. Sorry, this happened in 1996. Oh, this happened a while ago. Yeah. So she's been here. And this story came out, what, in... Well, she... It was published and released in 2018. So she probably Mm. may have had this story for a while, Mm. published it, Mm -hmm. and then... Kind of sat on it for a little bit. Yeah. Wow. Well, good for you, Delia. Um, Hope your family's great. Got away with murder but it's fine it's fine we're not sure we don't know we don't know still just speculation but hey what an interesting story i know i'm into it so speaking of like marsh and all that and like lagoons so that's where all this takes place yes the north carolina coast the marshlands in 1969 flips between 1950s and 1969 1969 is when her trial kaya our main character that's when her trial takes place but whenever she's like talking about when she was a kid and growing up in the marsh, that's mainly in the 1950s and early 60s. Yeah. I really liked how this book was set up. I did too. Um, I liked yeah. how we got to hear a lot about her background before they really jumped into the trial. Yeah. Whereas in the movie, it was like trial and then background. So I liked I liked how the book set it up a lot better. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. Well, it starts out, so Chase Andrews is murdered. These two boys boys find this body, and that's the exact same in the book and the movie. They are riding their bikes through the marsh, and there's a body off the fire tower. Mm -hmm. And so... And it's Chase Andrews, what, like, you know, he was the best quarterback the town's ever seen. I can't tell you how many times they said that in the book and the movie. Most popular boy. Great. He's a jock. Awesome. I know douchebag is what he is <laughs> He's such a little douche i could not stand him i will say though in the movie they picked the perfect chase andrews yes. i think like when i saw him i was like oh yeah that's exactly what i saw in my head same mm-hmm. great great choice i don't know the name of the actor sorry about that but i thought it was a good choice i thought the movie did a great um character picks for all of yeah, them for kaya, I, kaya too perfect. she was so perfect she was it's exactly how i pictured them she was so the little girl I wasn't as fan of like her as a little girl. I thought she would have been a lot skinnier, a lot well, more because like, she doesn't eat. Right. She was like, you know, so that's what I do. Starved almost uh, to death. Basically. Yeah. So what I don't like about the movie compared to the book. So the book, she, when she's little, her mom leaves, she's mm-hmm. like having a breakdown. Her dad's super abusive, terribly um, abusive. All her, siblings she has like four siblings they all start to leave one by one mm-hmm. because they're all getting abused like hitting yeah not he sexually get drunk, abused, he but gets he drunk, get drunk. And, well we don't know but well, maybe the mom but i don't know yeah just basically just so abusive and they're like peace out we cannot stay here anymore right. and so i mean i do the same thing. um then this little girl yes she has her dad but he's not doing anything he's just getting drunk yeah. and leaving her and so she's kind of fending for herself and then one day he up and leaves and it's like She's selling muscles to jump in. Oh, jump who, in. Yeah, is just one of my favorite characters. In his little shack, jump selling in. his little stuff. Call him jumping because every time you pull up to the wharf, he jumps up. <laughs> He's so cute. He's so cute. I pictured this little old man, too. Like, yeah. I, but I mean, I know it's years later and then he's like old and dead but like in the movie he's like plump and mm-hmm. just i don't know just, he's more spry than yeah. i thought he was gonna be i mean i guess his name is jumpin so maybe i missed that part but i kind of i thought of i thought of him as older too yeah. i pictured him a little older with like white hair yeah and in he's, my head he sells her grits and mm-hmm. you know 
Well, she's living in basically this... his only her only friend. I her know. true paw was jumping, and I know. And Mabel, and they took care of her. Yeah, Mabel, his wife, mm-hmm. and so they're just. They're kind of looking out for her, but then her paw leaves, and then she's literally on her own. She's all by her lonesome. And she says, like, in the book and the movie, like, she can't live off of it. I can't live without without grits. grits. Yeah. And so, like, that's all she's living on, and you would think that this girl would be so skinny and tiny. Yeah. I mean, if that's all you're living off is, is like, some saltines, some grits, maybe a fish here here or there, because her paw does end up coming back, and there's... She says there's a time when he was good to me. You know, yeah. he teaches her how to fish. Yeah. Takes her out on the boat, gives her his uh, rucksack from the army. Mm-hmm. And it's not until they get a letter from Ma that really sets him over the edge when he starts burning yeah. everything, burns the letter, burns all of the rest of her stuff, and then goes out drinking, never comes back. Then she's really on her own. Yeah. Don't you think their little shack that they live in is in the book so well obviously everything's so detailed in a book right of course the movie can only do so much but in the book it's like a rickety old shack she's got a couch a table Mm -hmm. her bed is just a mattress i don't know i porch on the porch porch mattress i just pictured i pictured four walls and barely a roof and in this movie she's got pictures hanging on the wall she's got she has a nice big red couch like rugs and dishes and all this stuff like i i feel like they glamified it you know how hollywood does it they kind of just make it all look better for the movies which i get why they do that but also this scene i mean we're in the 1950s 1960s the south it's it's supposed to be like dirty and trash poor poor. like poe she raped she real poe she won't poe yeah i mean (laughs) and then in the book i mean in the movie she was she she looked plump as a kid her clothes were fairly clean (laughs) we were watching the movie and we were like this she too clean she too this girl too clean there's one scene that they make her look raggedy and stuff she mabel jumpin's wife Mm -hmm. says that they print out the school's lunch menu in the paper and she's so hungry that she's like okay well i'll try going to school and so she goes barefoot and which is fine back in the day everybody goes barefoot to school and so she's like she walks into school and they make her they make her look pretty dirty her feet are all dirty her face she's even wearing a dress that mabel gave her which in the book she doesn't get clothes from mabel till way later no 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 in the movie she takes a dress of her mom's that's oh, hanging right. in the closet and she like that's ties it, it around her that's what it was mm-hmm. i don't think she did that in the book i think she was wearing her overalls because I, I remember it saying like i'm wearing the too short overalls yeah yeah they're, they're too short and her she stayed for her. the whole day in the book she yeah. got her food but like in the movie she just runs out after she spells dog g-o-d i know kids are fucking mean too oh my god like laughing God. at her and stuff and so Poe rat trash. Yeah. It's terrible. Marsh girl. You're in the oh, marsh. Yeah, we shouldn't mention that. She, everybody calls her the marsh girl in this city. Town. I don't, it's not a city. It's a town. Oh, yeah. There's it's a, a cove. Hardly, Barkley Cove. Barkley Cove. And so she just, to me, was supposed to be just so trashy. And in, in the movie, they glammed it up. And For sure. Another thing that they glammed up, which I don't like, is um, obviously... 1960s in the book it was huge about race and you mm-hmm. had even in the world building in the beginning of the book um where they show a depiction of um 
where everything is. Right. Their little town is, they have colored town. Right. And that's where Jumpin' lives. And she actually is walking with Jumpin' in the book. Mm -hmm. Um, She's going to see, she's going to visit with Jumpin'. She wants to talk to him. Yeah. And she notices these two white boys, like, throwing rocks at Jumpin'. Yeah. And that doesn't happen. No. They skip right over that. They skip right over it. I think in the movie, they only call him boy. Yeah. Some some guy. Some some white boy. Yeah. Um, Is calling Jumpin'. Who is a grown man? A boy, a boy, terrible. And, yeah, and I can't imagine being like that. I mean, I know it's a completely different age. I get it, but still, just the treating any, is, anybody like that is just baffling. It, exactly. I know, Ugh. but that did happen. One hundred percent. She is depicting that in her book, and it just didn't show any of that in the movie. Not there's, really. There's they way more just glazed scenes. over it. Yeah, there's way more scenes of it. Um, they also. You notice this in the mm. movie is that when she's walking through town, even as a child, um, she's around people. In in yes. the book, she is such a recluse. She has so no, isolated. no social ability because she's been in this marsh just tucked away alone. Right. And she has she would never be around people and there's so many scenes so many scenes in the movie where she is just around people like she goes to the store and there's a lot of people where in the book she would wait she would hide until all the people were gone and then she'd show up and yeah i mean there was one scene like jumping forward a little bit where she's literally sitting on a beach all these kids are playing she's like kind of an adult at this point and she's not 10 feet from them and she's just watching them play and they're not bothering her. Where in the book, she'd be like hiding behind a rock <laughs> or a tree, like 50 feet away. Kind of just looking spying. at Spying. She spied a lot in the book. Yeah. She would. She literally did not want to go near people yeah. at all. And yet in the movie, there's, it's like, oh, it's whatever. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's not. Well, and that's how she kind of meets... Um, Tate. So Tate in the beginning. Oh, I love Tate. I know. Oh. So Tate in the beginning, he was Jody's friend and they'd go fishing. Right. Jody was her older brother. Yes. They also sorry. skipped over that in the movie. Like he's barely in it where Jody like really taught her the marsh. He was the one yes. who first taught her how to like, you know, hide in it and how to be one with the marsh. Yes. And yet he just up and leaves and says, you know, run away from dad where the crawdads sing if he ever gets drunk. Yeah. And then he's gone. And then he's gone. And that's it. Peace out, Jody. Bye, Jody. And so Tate is kind of around. Jody leaves. Then her paw leaves. And um, do we fast forward a little bit? Does she get older? And then her and Tate in the kind of start to pass feathers. Is that when it? When they start to pass feathers, she's like 14. Yeah. But in the book, she sees him as a kid. She goes. She takes Pa's boat out before he leaves and gets lost in the marsh and sees Tate fishing. Um, she's only like seven. Tate is at least four years older than her, so he would have been like eleven fishing. And he says, "Hey, you look lost. Can I help you back to your lagoon?" And at first she says no, but then she's like looking around, like, "Actually, I'm like really lost." She's like, "Why don't you just follow me?" And he gets her back, and that's like the last we see of Tate until until fast forward until the feather game, yeah. And she's older; she's fourteen in the book, right? And he's, he's like eighteen. He's like eighteen. He's a senior. Yeah, he's seventeen, eighteen because he's about to leave for college. So right. he's starting his senior year. He's starting his senior year. So mm-hmm. they start to pat on this little stump, which I thought this scene was really cute in the book. It lasts a long time. Yeah, they're passing the feathers mm-hmm. and not even knowing each other no 
Well, because she's a recluse. Like, he knows that she doesn't want to talk to people. Uh, Every time she's talked to people, they either leave her or they make fun of her. So why would she want to be around people? Exactly. And he knows this. And so he starts giving her feathers that are pretty special, and she passes her her special feathers. feathers. Other girls don't know feathers. So sweet. I mean, he just knew what she needed. Yeah. Ugh. Some companionship. She needs a bit. friend. Yeah. And so he leaves her a note and she's like, I couldn't read your note. Yeah. He's when, like, well, I can teach you how to read. Which this made me so mad in the movie is oh, that yeah. when they, when he teaches her to read, they go to this reading shack mm-hmm. and it's just like their own little space. She's so embarrassed that she doesn't know how to read, but she wants to learn how to read. Of course. And so he, they spend so much time there and they don't put that in the movie. Nope, not at all. It makes me really upset. It's a big part of the movie. It is a big part. Of, I mean, that's where she also like hides from Chase there at the end. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it's her little, like nobody knows about it. It's literally just a shack in the woods. And oh, and in the book, whenever Tate comes back, he uses that as a base for his lab stuff. Yeah. Like see, there's a lot of stuff that goes on and at I the understand reading shack. You, you have to leave stuff out, but like that was a big, big part a big of it. Part. They really cut that out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the movie wasn't that long. I felt like they could have added just like, you know, 10 minutes of the reading shack yes. here and there. Not even five minutes. Five minutes. Just kind of mention it, show them reading there. Yeah. Show like, her running away from Chase there. And so they're like reading together and he teaches her all this stuff. And then she's like, wants to be his girlfriend. And so they kind of like, oh, I liked it in the book whenever they finally first kiss. Right. It's whenever the leaves are falling, they're mm-hmm. like catching the leaves. It's really cute. He leans down and he kisses her and she's like, does this mean I'm your girlfriend? Yeah. It's like, do you want to be? Whereas in the movie, it's extra cheesy. <laughs> like I was just like, oh God, these adults. Cause first of all, she does not look 14. She looks like she had grown adult. It's a- not absolutely like, I think not childlike at all. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, of course. Like she is. Um, they didn't even, but it, I felt like they didn't even try to make her look younger. No. It's just like, okay, now she's older. Well, it's just, it, in the movie, I feel like they wanted them both to be like 18. Yeah, but and they're not. They're not. In the book, and he even has issues with like kissing her because she's so young. Well, yeah, because he wants to kind of go farther and he knows she does too, too. but he doesn't want to ruin her. Yeah. Because he goes, this isn't right. No, you, you 15 girl. Like, yeah. And we he- don't have to wait. And he does. And so they go on throughout the whole year just reading and kissing and they're just like young love super super cute we love him and then he leaves for college for college and he goes okay well i'll be back july 4th right and she puts on i think one of her mom's dresses this was the saddest part for me she gets all like dolled up and she uses her mom's lipstick and waits on the beach like their meeting spot Mm -hmm. and he doesn't show and in the book he's watching her from afar right he like comes and like sees her on the beach by herself and decides that she cannot be a part of his world that he's trying to join. He's, he's off at school. He's trying to really make a life for himself. He He's poor as well in the town, and he yeah. wants to make something of himself. He's really smart. Um, yeah, he goes to become a biologist. A bi- yeah, biologist. Yeah. And so he wants he's, to study the marsh. That's which literally is really what he cool. wants to do. Yeah. And so they were made for each other. I'm I sorry, know. But they were. So he's just as like, no, like in a very, very sad way, but like, you'll hold me back. Yeah. He just thinks that, I mean, like she can't be around people and he's imagining himself in labs and talking to his colleagues and 
he just doesn't see her there. So he leaves her. Yeah. Legit leaves her. Doesn't say goodbye in the book. Like and he says goodbye, but doesn't come back to say a true goodbye. Yeah. And so yet again, she's alone. She's alone. And then now, years pass. I was going to say, now we have a big time jump. We have like five years. I'm pretty sure it's five. At least four or five. Yeah. So we have a time jump. She's literally been alone this whole time. Yeah. And she stumbles upon chase andrews who okay in the movie mm -hmm. they're on the beach playing this um, is the part that i hated yeah so like, what it's the same way in the book they're they're all chase andrews and his friends are out throwing the football they're with girls and big playing, playing on a beach and she is such a recluse that she's like watching them but she's hiding behind a tree and he notices her eyes but she's not on the beach like she's not that close to them in just the, raiding in that like it is in the movie no. the movie she's sitting right right next to them and i was like this them. would never happen and and then she starts seeing her in town walking around like smiling at people no <laughs> No, bitch. I'm sorry. Like, no, this, this, this girl, girl. And that's why the whole town makes fun of her. And it's because she's the Marsh girl. And she kind of lurks. And she's. She spies. Spies a lot and of stuff. Spying. And nobody really knows her. Nope. It just didn't. I don't know. It just didn't really make sense in the movie how they did it. So. Um, I was not a big fan. I, that was like one of my least favorite parts of the movie. Because I was just like, this makes no sense. It, it didn't. And so meeting chase andrews chase starts to really take an interest in her and is like mm -hmm. well he has like a pact with his buddies that he can get in her pants and stuff right too. he wants to be the first one to bang the marsh girl yeah which is absolutely awful and then he basically is tricking he her it, but it's awful and their well, first little time with her i mean i think yeah. he really does enjoy her company i think so too he realizes that she's not like some dumb animal she knows the scientific latin names for things and he's like whoa that's impressive that yeah he's like i don't know nothing about that because their first little date is a picnic on the beach and she's like talking about the shells and gives their legit scientific latin name and he's like well i don't know nothing about that what the hell yeah but then he tries he tries to kiss her takes it too far and she gets pissed off she jumps up and is like no this Absolutely is not, not happening yeah she runs off and they don't see each other again for like a little bit before he finally comes back and convinces her like here come i want to show you something he wants to show her the fire tower <laughs> which in the movie is pretty cool mm -hmm. i did picture the fire tower differently um i pictured oh, I like too. a round kind of water tower i pictured a more of a water tower too i guess that's I've, what i had in my head i'd never seen a fire tower Me to be either. honest i don't know what the hell it was <laughs> i don't think they have them anymore I that might be wrong i don't know take that back i have no i know nothing about it and especially i can't really say i've been in a marshy little area before um no i mean swamp in florida i guess that, like i was literally about to say like the swamps in florida and i've never been in them i just drive by them yeah i've been in one to see like some alligators but anyways oh um so they're up on this fire tower and it's super rickety and there's like a big hole in the ground in it and in the movie they push the gate and it like closes the hole. Right. I think in the book, isn't it an open hole that they have like step over? I thought it was something that you pushed up, you go in, then you push it down. But then I thought there was a hole in the railing and that's where Chase fell, not a hole in the ground. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I can't remember, honestly, in the book. I don't like, I don't know if I just pictured it wrong. I totally could have, but I totally pictured them like getting walking up and pushing it out with their hands and then having to push it back down. 
then you're up there and then there's like a hole in the railing railing and that's like where he yeah like, she pushed him off not like pushed well, him down we don't through know a hole. she pushed him so like he oh, right he fell he fell we don't know if she pushed him so whoever pushed him yeah so okay back up a bit though so he's like they're up there he's just showing her this beautiful view she's like in awe of it because she's never been up that high right. it's like seeing see your it. friend's face she's, for the first time i thought that was, was so sweet so sweet and so she really starts to fall for this guy because he's honestly pulling out all the right moves and getting her sucked in. Did you think that she was actually falling for him in the book or cuz she mentions a lot that she just wanted company. Like she could t- she she would compare it to the animals like the peacocks with their feathers, feathers. and the animals that would like um you know show off for the females when they didn't have the right stuff. Like she would say that a lot in comparison to Chase. I think that she like intertwined those feelings of like wanting companionship but also like no, i don't really like you but like mm-hmm. i don't have anybody else right that's kind of what i felt yeah i didn't feel like she was like super super into him especially in the beginning she just wanted someone to be near and she still wanted to like explore her sexuality a little bit yeah. more well she's 15 she's oh, no, starting the, to come in yeah. no, at this point remember oh she's flash she's forward like she's like 20. 20 yeah you're right you're right you're right home girl older mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so she's like 20 so they're starting to talk they talk for a really really long time four years yeah so four years he snakes out to the marsh to see yes his marsh girl so now she's like 24 and uh, they're kind of still just doing everything and then did he take her to the motel? motel was he was that like four did it take him four years to get her yeah. to go to the, did it okay i couldn't remember if it was that long or, yeah i think you're right because then afterwards Cause then right after he rapes okay so they take her to, the, to yeah yeah so he drives her to the the motel which in the movie i thought they did a really good job with that scene i did too it's exactly how i pictured it he basically last they, two seconds last two seconds he walks in <laughs> He gets what he wants. and <laughs> Two pumps and done. Chase. Two pumps and done. That's also when he gives the... That's so funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your face. Um, I mean, like, but that's totally how some guy like that would do it. It's just like, ah, I got what I want, oh, and now and I'm going to lay here. And he looks at her and is like, it'll get better for it'll you. It'll get better for you. Oh, and she's my just like God. scared to death. She's like, where the f- am I? What am I doing? It was really sad in the book. It was so sad in the book. Because you got to really see in the movie, hear I was just her like, this feelings. sucks for her, but and then, it's honestly a little comical with how he's like, it'll get better for you. Don't worry. It's like, you sound like a dumbass. You're a dick. Yeah. Which you are. Yeah. You just took advantage You're of her. 1,010%. Yeah. And so that's really sad, but that is also when she gives him a shell necklace that she made him. And mm-hmm. so, which is a big part in the movie or in the book as well. Right. Um, so he wears this shell necklace and all the time, all the time after that. So for it, years, he, no, in the book, it was for years. He gets, she gives it to him early, but in the movie, she gives it to him after they do it. That's right. So right. it's still been years that he's talking to her. Um, right. Those four years or whatever, five years. Right. And, um, so he's wearing that. And then, um, I'm trying to think what else happens between that and – oh, so then they're on the beach. That's when Tate comes <gasps> back. Tate starts hearing around town that they're together. And, That's right. Yeah, and he come and he's like, I can't stand this anymore because he hears Tate – or he hear Tate hears Chase, like, bragging that he's done the Marsh Girl and mm-hmm. th- that she's wild as a fox and all this stuff. And in the movie, they're ha- they have, like, a little kerfuffle at – 
jump-ins where in the book yeah. he just hears him talking about it and he's like, okay, I'm going to ignore that. And then he goes off and tells Kaya. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Well, and now Kaya is like, I don't believe you. And Tate, you left me. Don't Starts come Starts throwing rocks at him. Yeah, and don't come back. Like, you basically broke my heart mm-hmm. and um but then, he tells her what he hears mm-hmm. and then that's shortly after when she's in town and hears about the engagement right in the movie it's that's how she finds out is her his fiance literally says this is my fiance chase or i'm chase's fiance pearl something like that yeah which in the that would never happen. She's not walking through the town. Nope. She ain't going to talk to them. No. And she sees it in the paper, in the book. Mm-hmm. She reads the engagement announcements and she's just devastated. Right. Because he comes just and shows up and she's like going to go hide in the forest. Yeah. She hides from him. She's yeah. like, I don't want this confrontation. Another person is leaving me when you promised like we were basically together. He kept promising marriage and how I'm going to build you a house with a wraparound veranda. Fucking men. I, I know. That was <laughs> literally... <laughs> 100% Haley you just put the nail on the head I mean, just- he say anything you can to yeah. get in your pants and then it's like oh but by the way I'm engaged to this other woman yeah and so Go she's, figure. she's honestly devastated she's upset and um she runs into him right and he's drunk um, he, in the book she's just sitting on a beach that's right and he like sneaks up on her um, and he's drunk. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And, and he's, he's like, I miss you. Let's get together. He knocks the shit out of her in the book and in the movie. Yes. But in the book, it was like, it took months for her to recover. Like he had broke ribs. I mean, like, or he attacked them, her. whatever. Yeah. He, he straight up attacked well, he her. He attacked her on the beach and tries to rape her. 100%. And he's like showing dominance and he's like, you, you stupid Marsh girl, you can't run from me. And like, mm-hmm. I still will have my way with you. Yeah. Even though I'm getting married to this girl and all this stuff. But thank God she fights back. She fights back. Thank God. Um, he ends up not raping her and, but just brutally attacks her. Yeah. And then he, Somebody, when she's leaving in her boat, because it's the beach attack happens, and she leaves on her little boat and goes back to her house, but on the way, she passes it, or right on the beach, somebody was listening to that, and when she's leaving the beach, she says, you will never, she screams it, you will never hit me again, and you come near me again, I'll I'll kill you if you come near me. (laughs) Well, that guy overhears it and stuff, and you're just like, well, whatever. Well, he came by because he heard the kaya literally screaming. like screaming like he was in the trial he mentions i heard a woman in distress so i went to check it out because yeah. that's what you know any good man would do um yeah and no offense but like in the trial which we'll get to the trial part right. but like if you hear that and then the girl's like you will never hit me again i'll fucking kill you uh yeah you she just got attacked that's Bro, exactly. It's like he, you can't use that again. Well, I mean, I guess you can you in a court can? of law, but it's like, come on, y'all. Like, <sighs> well, anyways, I, I, that's a whole another so story. Mad. Me too. <laughs> we're obviously pissed we're, about it. We're obviously up in women, arms. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like no. It's just... So right. So she leaves and goes back to the cabin, and then I'm pretty sure short. Well, in the book, it's been months, and mm-hmm. she like recovers, and she. Um, Tate steals her artwork, right? When does that... He doesn't steal it. He asks her if he can take some of 
her artwork and send it off to a publishing. Yeah, this is this was another thing that they really jumbled up in the movie was how Tate introduced her to the publishing world. And this was actually before this all happened. It was like yeah, when he first came back was. after college, right? Yeah. Yeah, in we the, skipped it. Well, in the book, he, he like just wants to, you know, see her, see how she's doing. He goes, I know you're with Chase, but can I just come in and like just chat with you for a minute? And he notices all of her artwork with all of the genus and species and basically everything mapped out on her walls. He's like, Kaya, this stuff is amazing. Can I send it off to a publishing yeah. company for you? Because you can make money off of this. And, well, and you she, could take care of yourself. Yeah. And she's actually needing money. So a little backstory besides the love, love interest right. is she, her shack, the developers are coming to mar the marsh and wanting to knock down it and build other things. Yeah. And she owes back taxes. And this is actually true that like, if you don't pay your taxes, anybody can come in, pay 100%. off your back taxes, and then they own the house. 100%. So she doesn't want that to happen. She has zero money, no idea how to make the money. Mm -hmm. it, she would be devastated if she lost her little shack. Right. And so she's like, okay, well, in the book, Chase sends it off and a publisher reaches out to her. Yes. I'm sorry. Tate. He's the one who started. Tate does it. Yeah, not Chase. Definitely know, not sorry. Chase. Chase uh, would never Tate, do that. Yeah. He thought those drawings sorry, were silly. Sorry. But Tate definitely starts it, sends it off, and then she starts corresponding with publishers. Publishers. And she doesn't want to meet them. She sends off more work mm -hmm. throughout the whole It's through mail. The it's entire time mail. is through correspondence. Yes. And she creates this book. And, and she, she gets money for it. She literally creates it. It's so cool. And the publisher wants to meet her. And she's working up a courage to go into town it's it's away it's a different town away like she Asheville has to stay the night i know mm -hmm. but it's like she it's has to take deal. the bus in and it's and this meeting was supposed to happen like this is fast forward because she writes her books dotted off and then chase attacks her and she's supposed to meet with her publisher like a couple months after chase yeah. attacks her and he's like she's like i can't go now i've got all this i gotta wait until my face clears up yeah, well, and she still goes. Of course she does. And she kills it. She big girl panties on I Kaya, know. and she does it. She does it. People in town are like, oh my gosh, that's the Marsh girl all dolled up. She's going she to get on, on a bus. bus. I mean, it's Lots of people see her do it, and yet they still accuse her of murder, even yeah. though she has a solid alibi. Solid. So this is when we basically get to the trial, which in the book is like a main part of like the second part of the book it is like and, the second part yeah. yeah and then in the movie obviously they flash back and forth throughout the whole thing right and um the only thing that they really missed about the trial is the people on the bus the disguises so, the disguises and so they are thinking that she used the publisher um as an alibi as an alibi mm -hmm. so that when but the publisher gives his he's on trial and he's like yeah she came she seemed normal and then there's a bus route at like 2 a.m to 4 a.m something along those lines it's like 1 30 she would have had to catch the bus at 1 30 and then go do the or one o'clock and then go do the murder and then come back, back. and make the 2 30 bus even and though the one o'clock bus was late and didn't get there until 1 20 in yeah, the book in they, the book they say all that yes. and she would have had to wear disguises on the buses because both bus drivers the 2.30 and the 1 o'clock bus were like, no, she was not on there. She did, We didn't see her. Right. So how did she get from one place to another? And it just didn't make any sense. And so the murder, what they're saying happens, is on the fire tower. Uh, Chase Andrews either fell or, or she lured him, him up there and pushed, pushed his ass him, off. Pushed him off and killed him. And so we find out that 
all these the, the evidence. I loved the lawyer. We only <gasps> really met him at the very end, like obviously through the trial. The second part of the book. The second yeah. part of the book. Here we meet him right in the beginning, which he is so sweet. He's I, I pictured a bigger fat man though. Did you? I kind of pictured almost exactly who exactly. he was. Like because it says he's tall, lean, old, he's retired, slow, not slow, but he's he's a slow talker, but he's kind. In the movie, they make it seem like he's like they show points in our life where he's seen her, mm-hmm. um, which I guess would be true because he said he grew up and he's lived yeah, in Barkley Cove, Cove his whole life. But they didn't show that in the book. Yeah. They just made his part a lot bigger, whereas they just completely skipped over like the truant officer and all these other people. From yeah. The book, yeah. Which it's, is fine. Which, yeah. I mean, that's that's OK to skip out in a movie. Yeah. And so the the whole trial goes. I loved his end. Game. Oh, the end speech is the amazing. end speech. The closing, closing argument. Statement. Yeah, his closing, closing statement. statement. Let's say the actual term here is <laughs> well, we're not lawyers. End speech. <laughs> it's the end speech. <laughs> yes, the end. The ending. The ending. Um, no, the closing statement always brings me to tears. It was really good. Time. It. You honestly have doubts, though. I felt like through the whole trial, like when I was reading it, I was like, "Are they going to find her guilty? Well, yeah. Are they?" Like it was, it was pretty. It was neck and neck. Did you think? Okay, before the first time you read it, I want to know: Did you think she did it? Yeah, you did. Yeah. <gasps> okay. When I was reading it, I was like, "No, she didn't do this." Yeah. I mean, and then the fact that his necklace is gone, I thought it might have just flown off because that was the only thing that really connected her was the damn necklace. Was the necklace? We and- didn't mention that his necklace was missing, and his mom. Of course, Mama knows best. Always knows what's going on. Mom. On trial, she was so annoying. Oh, I hated her. But I mean, it was perfect. She was like one of those prissy britches. She killed my son. She killed him. Took his necklace and killed him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so she was annoying. And then there was the necklace. And there was one other thing. The necklace was missing. And, um... They just really. Oh, there were no fingerprints. Yeah. No fingerprints, no footprints. footprints. So somebody has had to have wiped them off. We, yeah. And there was. Um, the lawyer proved that, like, you know, the marsh couldn't cover up stuff. So the footprints are gone. And I mean, fingerprints. Are you a fingerprints expert? That's what he said to the sheriff. And he basically made the sheriff sound like a dumbass. Her lawyer was fabulous. It was really sweet. And, but, like, he was a good lawyer. There was also a part where I thought um, uh, Tate did it i thought tate did it because there were scenes in the book and the movie where he would talk to his dad and was like i really care for her the hat was his the hat was his uh another part of evidence um that was missing and so there was just little things that maybe said maybe she didn't do it but he did i thought it was tate the entire time when i read the book the first time i literally thought it was tate i was like somebody until that last chapter somebody did it and i was like and then she got off and it was like once you're acquitted for murder you you, that's it that's it but then so there so she gets off not guilty okay cool but then you're like well what actually happened you Mm -hmm. can't just like leave the book okay like i know i thought it was gonna be a cliffhanger it's like oh okay so we're just not gonna find out who murdered him yeah well at least it wasn't her and then in the book, it's like they, her, her and Tate get together. Yeah, which okay is so sweet in the mo- so in the movie sweet. as well. So they actually end up together. He's like, "I love you, Kaya," and I'm. You he know, wants to marry her, and he, she's like, "Well, aren't we basically like yeah. ge- like geese, like geese?" Because they're mated. And- so sweet. So they don't actually get married. I guess that's what they're saying there. But in the book, they say like she can. They they try to have children, and they never come. So I don't. 
Yeah, they never come, and Sad. they just kind of grow old together. That in part the made back. me ball my eyes out, where they were like, we tried, but we never came. I was like, oh, God, that's got to be awful. That's awful. And he just, I don't know, their little love story was really sweet. and So sweet. It was, like, just endearing. And then she dies. When she finally dies, her heart just gives out. How they did it in the movie, I bawled. When it was, it was like, sad. it flashback from her as a child, seeing her mother, to like her as a young adult, to her as an old woman. The old people always get me. I know. It Ooh, was, re- old, it was old people really always so- get me. So, uh, fun fact, we, we watched this movie together. Yeah, we did. And we just sat there and we were like, this is really sad. I was like, this is where I'm going to cry. I'm sorry. Well, and then she looked over and I was like, me too. Whenever they just get old and they're like in their boat together, just yeah. looking at little like creatures, I was like, oh, I love old people. Yeah. They're so sweet. So then this is where and she pisses- just dies in her boat. Yeah. And then this is where it pisses me off. Well, hold is on. Is the ending. Me? Yeah. The ending really pissed me off. First of all, they don't show the funeral, which in the book. Oh, jump in. No, no, of hers. Of her. Oh, yeah. We forgot Do- to mention. Jump yeah, and dies. that's okay. Yeah. It's not a huge thing. I mean, it is. In the book, it is. Well, the book, it is. But- jump and dies. She doesn't go to the funeral. Because she's a recluse but in the for movie. the bazillionth time. I know. Like, we can't say it enough. Like, I'm she sorry. does. It's go- probably repetitive, and people are like, shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> but, like, honestly, it's so true. And she doesn't go to jump in. That's basically funeral. the whole thing of, like, the whole theme of the movie or the book is that she is a recluse and now, doesn't okay. like people. And then here she is in the movie going yeah. to the funeral. Which she well, did whatever. not in the book. But, anyways, so she dies, and in the book, they have. Um, take a special permission to bury her in the marsh and he does have a funeral and the entire town comes out literally the entire town to pay their respects to the marsh girl and that part i was like damn oh so sweet well and they also like have like rumors about it and they're like we get to like see out here and stuff Mm. and i don't know i still think the town's full of bullshit oh yeah they all suck yeah they all legit suck. Well, so then, okay, so then, so she dies. She has the funeral out there. Tate's heartbroken. And Tate's heartbroken, and he's just kind of sulking, and he doesn't want to give her away her stuff. Like she said that when she died, she wanted to donate it all to some museum or lab, all of her like stuff in her house. But he can't do that yet yeah. in the book. And he keeps it. He's looking at it, and then he notices the stove. Well, so it, she gets some royalties, obviously, from her books. Mm-hmm. She may, she publishes multiple books, and um, she has this old fireplace in there, like it's a her little old wood stove. stove. It's her old wood, it's stove. old wood stove, and I she think won't get even rid of Tate it. wanted to rip it out and put like. Something well, they else got in a there. new one. Got a new one, and she didn't she- want it. They got a new one to use, but she still wouldn't get rid of the old wood stove where she kept firewood because right it would, it would heat it. the place in the winter yeah yeah and so at the very end the firewood that she has on the side that's always been stacked it's always nice whatever mm-hmm. goes down to its last it's log it's dwindled a bit mm-hmm. and so he goes to throw the last log on and is like he notices the floor it's a little a uh, hidden Off. little thing and he opens it up and there's a box cigarette box of all of her stuff from of, her life. From her life. Dun, dun, including dun. the necklace. Oh my God. I was just like, oh, and there was a necklace. there was the firefly poem that basically says, I lured him out there, but he never knew. I hid in the darkness and pushed him through. Something like that. Ooh. Yep. I'm a little poet. That was good. I was like, damn, you, you remember <laughs> it was definitely that not what it was, but it was something like that. You pulled it out of your butt. I did. Like a firefly. 
I, 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 in the movie, they didn't show this either, but she mentions flyerflies throughout the book and like how their mating calls. So they'll change their mating calls to attract different species. And then if it's the wrong species, they'll eat them. Whoa. You don't remember that from no. the book? Ooh, that was one of my favorite parts. I that's think that's cool. so cool. Ma- female fireflies, they can change their like blinking color. Blinking colors. That's and so if it's neat. the right mate, like if the right species, they'll obviously mate. But they can switch to the other species okay, and I attract like the males and then eat them. And I think that's so cool. Oh, I'm like, I like damn that. nature, you just killed it. <laughs> nature. I like it. That is the best. Here yeah. for it. Well, and so you see all these things and you realize that she def killed him. Yeah, you didn't leave it on the cliffhanger. So happy. When I read that, I was like, yes, Kaya. I know. Put I was really happy. The ground. I was I was shocked though that it was like he he Tate was the one that found it. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't even talk to her about it because she did. Oh, I know. I know. I know. So it was that. I that was probably a shock to him. But well, then <laughs> I really liked that scene in the book. I did too. Because the firewood we didn't really mention is it's kind of throughout the whole book. It's, it is. She does. She mention mentions it a, lot. it a lot. And then here we are in the movie, and she's just like, oh, he's like opening up a a book. Yeah, I hate how they did it in the movie. It's literally just like a book on the shelf that he's looking through. It's like her her journal or something. Yeah, and in the back of the journal, there's a cutout with the necklace. Necklace. Eh. I didn't like it. I get why maybe they had to do it because they They would have to like backtrack on the firewood. They would have had to like all they would have had to do is show her as a little girl throwing wood in the fire. As an adult, (laughs) throwing wood in the fire. Just a little scene that showed the wood. And showed the fireplace. And yeah. then that's all they would have had to do to make know. that, like, connect. I didn't care. They for also never walking out of the theater and being like, I was pissed. Are you kidding me? That's I was how they ended it? Beyond pissed. Okay, so I went to see this movie by myself oh, because I was. you. Oh, it, I'm, I don't give a shit. Oh, no, me too. I did not I give a shit. I was on Twilight back in the day by myself. I've done it so many times because I can't get anybody to go with me the day that I want to go. And yeah. I'm like, I have to see it now. I'm so impatient that I was like, nope, I'm going. I don't give a I'm going. <laughs> and Excuse me. Oh no, you're fine. But I was so pissed at the end of that. Yeah. It's like ugh, ruined it. It's ruined. It I mean, so when you compare the books to the movies, obviously, like we are such big book readers and yes. we love the details of books. And then they make the movie and then you're like, Oh, this is gonna be so good. The hype for it is always and, amazing, but it's like ugh, it's just it's never just not as good. Never and quite there. People that don't read the books. They're like, I love the movie. And I'm like, mm-hmm. did you? Did, did you? you really? Okay. So happy you did. I do like, <laughs> like, I like the Harry Potter book. I love the Harry Potter books, but I love the movies too. Same. I was able to like separate those Same. two, even though there are Same. so many things that they don't talk about in the movies. But that it they, was so good. They did a really, and I can't even talk about it because I'll just go on and on. I know. One day we'll have to talk about that. Maybe like in the future. I know it's been done a million and a half times at this point, but I, I, I would re Look at how how standing of time that they are though they we they mm-hmm. came out when we were little mm-hmm. and they are still going strong oh they got a whole like amusement park i mean damn i know jk rowland just raking it in oh yeah so. one day we'll have to do that but okay well then what was let's wrap this up with yeah. the big three sure let's do it who'd you kill off oh Sit. i mean i would have killed off paw but it would have changed the whole story Ooh, like i would have killed him off before ma had left and like rewritten that whole thing but then like it, but then it's like okay so you kill pa then you and kill then, him and, yeah well i mean kill pa ma would have stayed none of the rest would have happened 
True. She might have met Tate, but she would have been fine. Probably would have gone to school. Yeah. So, but like out of all of the characters, that's who I would, because Chase dies. I'm, I'm happy with him. Well, that's why dying. I was like, you can't really kill off the douchebag because he, oh, oh, he dies. He does. <laughs> who would you kill? Oh, okay. The mom of uh, oh. Chase Andrews. So oh, I like that. Dead. Oh, just like chop. She annoyed me <laughs> in the book and in the movie. She was terrible. She was terrible. She I was get your son. A grade A bitch. Yeah. She was though, and it was like she's just blame. She wanted somebody to blame. She did it, but I didn't like her. But I wanted her. No, I mean, Mama knows best. She knew it was that girl, and she was right. And I'm she was right. Sorry, you know, I we didn't her want her to be right, but yeah, yeah, yeah. She's terrible. So I did. What'd you rate it? Okay, so book first movie. I gave the book a. Solid seven. Oh, okay. Not my favorite, but it, it kept me interested. I cried. I really loved how she intertwined the nature in Kaya's life, the mm -hmm. marsh. I love the whole setting. Big fan, big fan. Yeah. Um, movie gave like a uh, four. Yeah. Not a fan. Not what a about fan. you? I gave the book an eight. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. I did. That's a great score. Mm -hmm. It, like you said, it kept me going from start to finish. Um, I liked the very beginning when they found the dead body. You're like, cool. And then yeah. you know something's gonna happen with that. Um, there's gonna be a trial, which I really like trials. And you books. like murder mysteries? I do mm -hmm. they're cool? And um, it was set in a cool time period. Um, I like the 60s. You get a vibe. lot of vibes. Like mm -hmm. you get the nature vibe. You get the the historical vibe. Yes. There's the I... murder mystery vibe. There's a love vibe. I mean, it's got like so many elements. So many. And she does a really good job of like overlapping them to create this story. Yeah. Very good job. So I liked the eight, the movie. I'm... <laughs> You're going to laugh at my score. It's a 5.798. <laughs> oh, 5.798 sounds like a diving score. Why yeah. are you going to get a 5.798? Well, because like you said, hey, look, our clothes are very, our scores are very similar right. because I liked the movie. I, the characters, I thought they were kind of spot on. The characters um, were spot on. Yeah. The, well, except for Tate. I'm sorry. Tate was supposed to have curls and that I pissed know. me off. He didn't. Yeah. And he looked too jockish. Like he looked. They had to glam it up. I know. Yeah. I, I know we so mentioned I, that. I know. We didn't like that. But I really, the movie that depicted the marsh really well. Like that was just pretty. her in a boat. Really pretty. The sunsets were pretty. I've liked really the the setting of everything yeah. got me. Um, but overall, kind of like you, didn't really care for it. Was it was a cheese factor. It was for a me. cheese factor. I couldn't, it's not one of those movies where it's like I could watch over and over again. Oh, no. Um, I watched it that one time at the theater. My mom made me go with her like a couple weeks later. I watched it I watched one it time at theater you. and then I watched it with you. Yeah. I mean, so it's not one of those movies that kind of just stick with you. It made it, me not want to reread the book. I was like, I had yeah. a, whenever I reread the book, I was like, oh, I do actually like I, this book. It is a good book. Mm -hmm. That's why the book, look, look at our book rating is so much higher. Than so much movie. higher. And so if you haven't read it, go read it. Well, now what would you rename the book? The Marsh If you Girl. could. <gasps> me too. Stop. That's exactly what I have. So no we don't share our notes with yeah. this until the very end because we want it to be kind of real and authentic. I mean, obviously. Like, what else would you – girl? But well, I, I don't feel like – We should really try to, like, be more original because what else would you name it? Like, that's – There's no there's other name other for name. it. I don't know really why she chose where the crawdads sing. She mentions it once in her book because of Jody, right? Jody that... says it where, like, way out yonder where the crawdads sing. And it's then where you it's... should hide from Paul. And then, and then it's mentioned on the very last page. I think it's just like it, it brings people. It's like, what the hell does that mean? You know, where the marsh is like, a very southern term. It is a very southern term. 
way yeah. way out yonder, yonder where the crawdads sing. That was another part I liked about the book is all of the whenever she would write out how people would talk. I oh, was it's like, very broken English and very southern. Georgia. I could not figure out what that word was. She spelled it J A W J A, and I was like, "What the hell?" Georgia. I had to. I had to literally say it out loud. Georgia. Like a child. Yes. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah. If I could just rename it, the Marsh Girl does sound good. So I think either one. I don't think I would have picked it up, but unless somebody had like told me, I think you think you would pick up where the crowded. Think of this just with the Marsh Girl with the same maybe. Logo. I don't know. We're looking at the book right now and it's just like the cover page of it. Right. That pretty orange sunset color with her. It's well, this the is Marsh. the one that came out after the movie came out. So well, this, yeah. this has like the actual then what major yeah. pusher. I had the original one, but I, you know, I loaned it to someone and they didn't give it back. So happens anyways, all our books. it happens, happens a couple times. It's fine. You know, just I have it on one my of Kindle. those people. Maybe. I like having the the physical copy. I'm just kind of a nerd about that. Well, okay. I Is mean, that what, I think that's all for today, right? Yeah, I think so. I overall good book. Good book. If you haven't read it, go read it. I don't Super see fun. why you would have What's listened to next this whole thing on our um, uh, Verity. <gasps> oh, next week's Halloween. Halloween. This is Halloween. So excited. Uh, so exciting. If y'all okay, if you haven't read Verity, go, go read it. it. Sorry. Please do. It is the best. It is such a good story. Y'all will love it's it. It's a thriller. It's a thriller. It's a great Halloween read. Honestly, first time I read it, I read it in like two days. So if you haven't read it, go check it out. You can speed read through it. Read it at night. It gets you kind of creepy. It's an easy, fast, crazy read. So, so good. We're gonna we're hyping it up. We're excited for Halloween next week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully y'all can tune in. Um, you can please listen to us and rate us on Spotify. And Apple Podcasts. Yes. We're on both now. We're on both. Let's go. We're still trying to get to all the other ones, but hang in there with us. And <laughs> radio is just a little bit um technical. I can't figure it out. But we'll- that's okay. We'll, we'll figure it out or just, you know, Apple, Spotify, that's where we are. We're also on YouTube. You can check out our full um, episode on YouTube with video. With so video. that's cool. Otherwise, yeah, thanks. I'm Sophia. I'm Haley. Thanks for listening. See you next time.